Hey, DNVR listeners, really excited to tell you guys about some game-changing coffee. Of course, it's Strava Craft, the CBD-enriched coffee that has really changed lives. These guys' reviews are incredible, so make sure you check them out. This CBD-infused coffee, it's taken away everything from long-term migraines to back pain and arthritis, IBS. It's helped decrease anxiety, pretty much you name it. CBD is also all-natural, not psychoactive. The coffee is rich and tasty. We couldn't recommend it anymore to our listeners. As Strava says, drink deeply, live fully. Check it out for yourself today and receive 20% off when you use the code DNVR20 at checkout, and you'll get it shipped straight to your door. everybody welcome to the dnvr nuggets podcast presented by total beverage i'm your host adam Mades, and i'm joined by my two favorite people to my left brendan boat what's going on guys i missed you this morning i missed you too man actually i didn't I had a great time at, at, at practice today great time which is rare to say we're gonna get into that here in a bit also seated to my left but a little further to my left harrison Wynn. what's going on guys denver nuggets eve nba eve i'm so excited for did this you season. send your lebron tweet yet can't sleep. No. Can't sleep. Can't sleep. Can't I'm, wait. I'm not that corny, guys. Come on. <laughs> Man, so LeBron has really evolved from culture. He's still a cultural icon, but he has certainly got major dad in like energy right oh, now, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. He's, He's kind of corny. corny. He's, He's corny got like head. fat lever level dad energy no. going on right now. <laughs> our I mean, guy, our guy fat's number one. <laughs> this is what it looks like when you try to have fun, but your PR team, like LeBron can't yeah. mess up. LeBron has to have fun in corny, lame it's ways. It's become part of his shtick to be yeah. corny and then to, you know, come out with this, you know, super serious China statement, but then also be corny on uh, Instagram and social media. Yeah, that may have been why there were 15 emojis this time instead of 12. <laughs> little red hair. Are emojis not cool now? I thought that was cool. No, man. No. They're not? I got Look, I'm not going to name any names. I'm a social media manager now. I'm in the game. Uh, <laughs> I, enough with the huff emojis. Just What's stop the it. huff? Is the, that the gas the, face? Yeah, it's the, the the nose coming. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, what is gas face? I think it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like I'm tough. It's like I've been listening to this noise all summer. I've been reading. Is that I, what it I've is? been watching Smoke the jump the all nose. summer. All these guys talking shit about me. I'm just going to go bull. out there and prove them all wrong. Oh, it's like charge. a bull. Oh, yeah, it's like, I I'm oh. so ready to go right now. There's steam coming out of my uh, nose. Right, now it makes sense. This. If I'm Malik Beasley and there's a, an Instagram highlight of me dunking it, there's like six Huff emojis. You know what I'm saying? Like, If there's a uh, Instagram video of you getting in a fight, probably well, zero Yeah, you don't, you don't pop that one as much. Uh, what would you be your Instagram post? Like every player has an Instagram post. What, what's, what's like the best type of day before the season kicks off Instagram post? I probably just post a video of myself in a tree without any clothes on. <laughs> Harrison? I don't know, man. I don't know. You've got the, like, year five. You know, like, they do that one. Yeah, everybody does that. Then yeah. they've also you've also got the, like, can't sleep tonight. Yeah, too hold excited. on. Let me check TJ's. I'm sure there's something. <laughs> you've TJ got the players play. who just – I don't know what the process uh, – this is something I actually want to know. 
what's the process for players to get all these freaking pictures of themselves from the game? I would love a little behind the scenes look about what the heck goes on. This would be such a great feature if you did it like 100% serious, but it's like inherently dumb. Like you're really investigative journalism on how do you get your photos? Is there some folder in some iCloud out there where all these pictures are just dumped and these guys are logging in on their phones right after the games to download them? So I have two stories there. The first one is, you know Kenneth Fareed, because we know this, we watched him walk in. He would always walk in hand his phone to the security guy, same guy, yeah. then walk back out, then walk back in with the security guard snapping photos of him the right, entire time. Right, but that was three years ago. I wonder if it's evolved from that. Oh, already? Wow. <laughs> I think now it's all coordinated long before you step foot in the building. <laughs> like There's cameras there already. The, uh, the other one I know is Nurk would hit up the social media team and just like every game, it'd be like, send me every photo you have of yeah, me. It's amazing. There's got to be something really in-depth going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. I was thinking about it, though. Like, I used to laugh at that, and I'm like, bro, if there's a picture of me yamming it on someone, oh. repost it on every mm-hmm. TikTok, whatever all the new crap is, put it on. I'm not very photographic person or photogenic person, and it might be because I'm not very attractive, but I'm <laughs> not accepting that. <laughs> we, don't have to, we don't have to talk about it. When we, I look at the mirror, I'm like, you know, that's a good-looking guy. When I see a photo of me, I'm like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> but if, you know, prof- photographers know how to take pictures. So this is true. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> so they know the angles and like the lighting and the little editing yeah, and the right lens. If I use. had somebody taking good pictures of me all the time, mm-hmm. I'd be posting these all the time too. Yeah. Look at how great I am. Do you guys think excuses, excuses, excuses. <laughs> Do you guys think Jokic looks for his pictures after the game? <laughs> probably so not. Probably yeah. not. No, yeah. He's yeah. not logging into the portal. How many photos of Jokic do you think are out there that he actually owns in some way, either digitally or Three. physically? Three. Yeah. The so picture of his girlfriend, a passport, and his horses <laughs> on his dresser. He's got one in his locker of him and his horse. Him and Dreamcatcher oh, in the locker. So Dreamcatcher, the OG. Yeah. The do day you, one. Do you think he has a favorite horse? Yeah, it's yes, Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher. Do you guys have a? F- you think so? Just because it's number one? <laughs> do you guys have favorite pets? Do you guys? Did you used to I have like know, multiple? I, I, not, I'm just, not I'm just guessing. Time. I only have one dog. Oh, okay. She's my favorite though. Shouts Maggie Mae. Ah, oh, shouts to Maggie Mae. Do you guys want to talk about basketball? Sure. We probably should. We probably should. Today, so Brendan was here in studio uh, recording TDSP, which I highly recommend you you check out. Was it good today? It was a very fun show. Nuggets won the week. Go out and vote. Nuggets won the week. Uh, and also subscribe to that show, the Denver Sports Podcast. I think it's the, one of the cooler things that we do here uh, every week. Ali Monroy, fantastic job hosting, rotating cast of characters. I, I love getting on there, man, because I don't I don't know a whole lot about the Broncos or the Avs yet. And it's fun for me to just ask Rudo, ask mm-hmm. Brian, ask AJ. You don't know that much about the Nuggets if we're be- keeping it 100. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I do think the topic. best part about TDSP is, like, we think we're, – we're, we, we nerd out on the Nuggets a lot, but – I've realized that every other sport nerds out on their sport just as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's what's cool about DNVR, you know? though. Honestly, it's like, you know, AJ and Rudo are like, love. They're, they're so passionate about hockey yeah, the and passion the team is real. and knowledgeable. And it's cool. Same goes for our, everybody. Drew, RK, all those guys. Um, but today, Harris and I, so Brendan was slaving away recording the, the pod. Harris and I were relaxing at practice and getting, <laughs> getting video. And... We have this up on our YouTube channel, but I thought today was far and away the most interesting day of practice, um, if you count preseason, mm-hmm. practice, training camp, all of that, because there is what I think emerging what is maybe one of, if not the most central storyline to this season, and that is how does the team bring along Michael Porter Jr. while not sacrificing anything for the team? And we got a bit of an answer today. We kind of knew it, yeah. but we got an answer. And, and just to summarize real quick, guys, um, Michael Malone talked about Basically said that Michael Porter Jr. is not in the rotation to start the year, that 
the reason for that is because he just feels like every player that earns their role, like truly earns it, not plays great in three preseason games, but it truly earns their role, they're just better for it, and the team is more accepting of that player when they do that. And Michael Porter Jr. also talked, and there were some things shared behind the scenes about how Michael Porter Jr. went to meet with Michael Malone and was not happy with that, but was also sort of accepting. And um, I have a bunch of takes on this, but Harrison, did I summarize that the, well? Yeah, I think the only part you might have left out was kind of his frustration stemmed from what happened in that fourth preseason game. And uh, if you remember, yeah, I think a lot of his frustration did. But um, I don't. I, the one thing I couldn't tell was, did he know going into that game? Right. It's. I couldn't. I'll have to go back and really I'm, see. But I kind of got the feeling that he might not have known. Okay. And he was waiting. The first quarter happened. He didn't go in. The second quarter happened. He didn't go in. Most of the third quarter passed before he got in. And then once he got on the court. He just wasn't all there mentally because he said he was frustrated that he didn't get in the game earlier. And kind of Portland subbed in their bench warmers right when Denver subbed in their end of the bench guys. And he was a part of that group, and that really affected him. So that was kind of uh, the basis of his frustration, at least it seemed to me, because over the first three games, that's not that really wasn't his state of mind, uh, at least based on what he said today. And then that kind of really was his fr- – like that that's where the frustration came from. He sent Malone that post game text after the game kind of apologizing because he wasn't all there mentally. And, and we saw this though, right, Brendan? I mean, no we doubt. we all talked about this like, man, MPJ kind of looks like he's sulking well, in game 4. I think this is why, you know, we gave MPJ credit for his comments throughout media day and and, and preseason and training camp because we know that at his heart. And like if if you just try to put yourself in Michael Porter Jr.'s shoes, you're that talented, you just had that preseason, you expect to play. And that not once in that kid's career has that ever even been a question outside of health. So that's I mean, tough. It's tough. It's tough. And so like he he's saying the right things in spite of something that I think genuinely should be and appears to be grinding at him. I want to talk a little bit more about MPJ specifically, but first I want to talk about sort of just the do we or don't we agree with this? And mm. I'll go first. I don't know that this isn't necessarily in a do you or don't you agree type of deal. It's more about I, – I, I guess I would say this. I do agree with Michael Malone. I think this is the right approach. But he has an incredibly difficult job. The, the thing that will make this the right or wrong call now is how does he execute this because I think there is something to say – you, Tory Craig has sacrificed everything for us. Michael Porter Jr. today talked about how Tory Craig is like the number one guy helping Michael Porter Jr. And he's like, man, I'm trying to take your spot and you're over here helping me. Um, so Tory Craig has sacrificed and done all these things. And on one hand, Michael Porter Jr. is good. He's important and the guy that's best should play. But on the other hand, you want to establish this culture of honesty and respect and reward and meritocracy. And Tory Craig has earned that. And if Michael Porter Jr., in the regular season, earns it over him, then he'll get it. But there's something to putting that door up and making him break through it. And you know what, man? Nikola Jokic had to earn it. Yeah. Jamal Murray yeah. had to earn it. Yeah. Malik yeah. Beasley, we kind of laughed a little bit when he <laughs> postured himself as the example for the for MPJ. But Did no, we? that's now the perfect. It's yeah. now the perfect sort of like path, right? That that kid was good enough to play. He is good enough to play now. But he earned it, and the respect he has from his teammates, the fan base. And his general attitude as a pro now, I think, is one of the biggest feathers in Malone's cap. Right? It's Even funny, the one guy, sorry to button, the one guy no, who sure. didn't have to earn it was Emmanuel Moutier. And Mike Malone actually kind of referenced him without saying his name today, just in terms of, oh, I got a really 
you know, make Mike earn these minutes. And I've learned from I've some learned. of my previous yeah. experiences where I've given guys everything on day one as a rookie and it hasn't turned out as well. And he, though I think the word he used was hunger. Like maybe they weren't as hungry or something, something like that. And the, here's, here's, here's the thing. They, uh, there's a sp- saying out there that like uh, sports doesn't build character. It reveals it. Mm. Something like that. I'm probably b- b- messing this up. I think it's true in a lot of ways, and, and in this specific situation, whether you agree with Michael Malone or not, how Michael Porter Jr. handles this will reveal it. I've been one of the interesting things about MPJ is he had this reputation of being a hothead and like every you know entitled and all these different mm-hmm. things, and we saw I think we saw some of that last year just from like observing you know how he carried himself, different how he, he taking kids' money and stuff online, all that weird <laughs> stuff. Like there was some weird stuff there. And then I was just so impressed with him, everything that's happened in this training camp, and you could see that it's sort of a him trying to learn these lessons. But who is the real MPJ? Is he the guy that threw a fit in game four on the court, or is that the guy he's trying not to be and he's working not? We're going to find that out through this. And that, yeah, exactly, through this. That's why I like this decision. Me too. Because then you come back with an informed – we know MPJ can do what we saw in the preseason. Never in doubt. But is he of the right mindset to help a 54-win team turn a corner? And you're the best way to find out, I think, is to put him through this gauntlet. I joke that this is like the Karate Kid. What was right. the first lesson of the Karate Kid? I don't know. <laughs> Am I too? Is this, is this yeah. reference too old? I probably should have seen it. that one, to be fair. But wax on, wax on. Oh, gosh, yeah. you guys that don't remember on, this. Okay, yeah. so he's teaching him in the first lesson. He has to wax his car, and it takes forever. But he's, you know, it's patience. He's teaching him. It's like, why do I have to learn this? Teach me how to kick and punch. Right. He's this is the car. sort of what Malone is, is doing. And I mean, there's a lot of layers to this, but one of the layers is handle this little thing I'm giving at you. And look, my belief is that when Malone Malone's going to play Michael Porter Jr., I don't think he's going to be on the bench for long. I think he's going to be in the – we'll talk about this in a, in a little bit, but I do feel like this is a test, a very important one for him, and I think it's really interesting that Michael Porter Jr. has both failed and passed this test within the course of like three days. I think one of the things Michael Mullen was looking for throughout the preseason from Porter was how he would handle everything, like yes. how he would handle yes, this is great playing stuff. with the starters, how he would handle playing with the bench, how he would handle sitting on the bench for – most of three quarters and then getting into the game with the bench warmers in the fourth. So I think Malone's got a lot to think about when just looking back on the preseason as a whole, as a whole. But if you're upset at Michael Malone for his comments today, you know, saying that there's no guarantee he's going to be in the rotation from day one, he's going to have to earn this thing. Yeah. I think what Brendan said holds a lot of weight. You've got to trust the organization Yeah. at that point. Like they've been through this before with guys, whether it was Jamal Murray, you know, you've got to trust that they know how to handle this because I think Malone's been through situations like this enough where he'll lay out a productive roadmap going forward for Porter. And and I feel – I get the sense that Malone wants to give Porter this test. That doesn't mean he doesn't think he'll pass it. I think the opposite. I think he's anticipating <laughs> doing so. But, but by putting him through that, like, it's like the caterp- caterpillar butterfly thing, right? The version you're getting on the other side is the player you'd rather throw out there and trust Let's. I, this is gonna. This conversation is gonna go into two segments because there's a little bit sure. more to pull on. So let's do that. But first, I think it's it might be beer time. I got a it's new beer one, time. Can I, can what I do you start? got there? What I'm do you drinking got there? the. Well, it's not new, but it's different than what we, it's the Hot Peak IPA. Look, a lot of IPAs out there. You're gonna hear a lot of keywords, buzzwords, <laughs> hoppy, flavor. I'm just gonna look. Flavor. <laughs> I don't know. Flavors involved. Like, okay, it ends it's with really, hops. It's really most just hops. <laughs> I'm not gonna say hops. I'm just gonna say delicious. If you're an IPA guy, check out Hot Peak. 
Yeah, you guys know Brick Brew by now. I'm drinking a car at a core. Adam's on a Vanilla Porter Jr. Michael, Vanilla Porter. Or, yeah, Vanilla Porter Jr. Very top. Uh, it was a little too early in the afternoon for me to go for a porter, so I chose the uh, much lighter car at a core. I need it to be like in the dead of winter, really. <laughs> These porters have been rough. I feel very Denver right now. I'm like wearing a pair of chinos, drinking a Colorado Core in a Breck, in a Breck. sweatshirt. I hate to break it to you, Harrison. You are from Boulder. This is your neck of the woods. <laughs> it's an actual thing. I am from yeah. Boulder. Uh, but yeah, you guys, check out Breck Brew if you haven't yet. Awesome beers. Light beers, dark beers, heavy beers, any type of beer you guys could want. Also a great partner of us here at DNVR. So make sure you great check partner. them out. Also, before we move on. Got to tell you guys about Denver Rubber Company. You guys know how supporting local businesses in our blood. We're excited to tell you about Denver Rubber Company. It may not be what you think it is, Ooh, Adam. Might not be. I've heard this read before, <laughs> but it might not be. Denver well, Rubber Company rubber. is the most reliable local partner for your long-term projects since 1972. Denver Rubber Company has provided the highest quality of products from custom die-cut gaskets to molded rubber to custom contract manufacturing and custom hoses. And guess what? Snow is coming. We've already had a taste of it. You'll need Denver Rubber Company when it comes to anything. Snow plows. DRC can also cut to size and pre-slot most snow plow rubber. The blades can be cut to any length and slotted for mounting to meet your exact specifications. We went and checked out their warehouse a few weeks back. It was nothing short of amazing. These guys have created proprietary materials that make up the inside of wind turbine blades. And we even witnessed machines that cut material that are used in bulletproof vests. Oof. Remember, Denver Rubber Company custom makes it all. And you can purchase products for yourself and, of course, buy bulk at a fantastic rate. They're family-owned business with loyalty only to the people just like us here at DNVR. Be sure to call them today for any snowplow needs, custom gaskets, hoses, etc. at 1-800-259-0010. Or visit them at drcfirst.com backslash DNVR and tell them who sent you. Have you guys ever been to like one oh, of man. one of Speaking those? Of might spill into other segments. <laughs> here's a, a stream to pull. On. No, have you ever been to like the junkyard with the, like the ba- the giant balers and the giant thing? Like they're scary, man. Have you ever you been rip a car in half? Have you, like, you ever oh, been up in a actual wind turbine? Because I have. No. Yeah. Oh wow. We what were you doing in a wind turbine? Well, was Harrison wind in a wind turbine? <laughs> this is incredible. Was it a Harrison wind I turbine? I did. Like a a sci- I did a science fair project. Maybe a science fair. Project. Somebody, somebody, Photoshop Harrison Wind in a wind <laughs> Alec Wynn, you are our hero. <laughs> no, I did a science fair project. I'm gonna say middle school because I don't think we did that crap in high school. Uh, but I actually did it on wind turbines and went up in a wind turbine. This is such a boulder thing, man. Like uh, everybody makes <laughs> the volcano, so right? Like it's all you do is you. Everyone's like 25. Sink, like, sinker floats a popular one. <laughs> sinker float. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is this magnetic or not? <laughs> Harrison Wind over here is like inventing alternative forms of energy in sixth grade, <laughs> straight out of Boulder. We are talking about Michael Porter Jr. and. Um, it, it, I feel like there's there's a little bit more to get to here, so I want to keep going. Um, I, what I've really, really, really f- have been dancing around this whole preseason, and what I really think I am a hundred percent locked into right now is that there is this storm inside of Michael Porter Jr. This conflict of who he was and who he wants to be, or maybe who he sort of is inherently and who he knows he needs to be, 
I think if you're an optimist and you look at MPJ, there is an argument to make that this is exactly how you'd like his career to start. Because if the questions, the pertinent questions surrounding him are, are, thank you, are what you say, like just in terms of that mental stuff, there is no better way to breed the NBA version of MPJ than one who's not getting what he wants right out of the gate because he's good enough and he likely will. But you can mold what it is that he wants now. Yeah. And, and, And I think it's important that you get ahead of that. It's so tough, man. Like he said all the right things. Yes. Really. Remember back at Media Day, we were just gushing over how mature this guy was. Like, oh, he knows it's going to be a long road back. He's going to have to fight for minutes. And I still think that is his mentality. I really do. I think the Nuggets, for lack of a better word, have brainwashed him enough into the fact that, oh, I've got to fight for my role. Like, we've got a lot of really good forwards on this team. I've got to earn my minutes. Um, But I agree with you. Deep down, he probably knows that, like, man, I'm better than Torrey Craig. Like, yeah, I can. Yeah. How could you score? Not how could you not? I yeah. could score better than Will Bartley. I can help this team, in my opinion, maybe more than those guys can. So I think he sees both of those things. And even Game Three, remember, we raved about his defensive effort and intensity. And like Malone's been saying, you know, defend, and you're going to be on the court. Well, he played this great game, and it was like, okay, now you're not playing next game yeah. till the fourth. And again, there's a method to his madness. He. I just think that this conflict inside of him is very I, – I thought this from the first time. I was like, man, he's saying all the right things, but this just feels so not MPJ-like. There's, there's a conflict. But right? I'm not, this isn't – I'm not taking away from MPJ. Right, it's it's right. hard to change who you are, and it's hard It's hard to grow. The conflict's a good sign. It means yes. he's trying to fight against that nature, and that's why I think this is important. I do think we all, all three of us agreed, though, on what appears to be a, like a, a hot topic of discussion, and, and so – I guess I want to attempt to sketch out the other side of the argument here. Sure, let's do. He's, yes, he's better than Will Barton. Hundred percent. I think he's so. A better basketball really player at his peak, right? There's no doubt. Right now, at this current moment. Well, that's in a month, right? I mean, like if, if you give MJ yeah. minutes in a month from now, isn't he not a, like a head and shoulder better player than Torrey Craig? He probably is. Yeah. I think he's better than Torrey Craig right at the moment. Right now. I mean, personally, I, I, I think you have – the way I would put it, I think he would. the team would be better with him in the rotation than Torrey Craig most nights. And it would probably be better for the long haul Certainly, as well there's no you question get this about thing that. moving sooner rather than later. Um, so he has – so going through this conflict, now there is the flip side. If you really want to play devil's advocate, it's that we're all like approving of this, but there's no guarantee this is going to work. Right. He might not handle this well. Look, I he f- I think he has learned a lot. You mentioned Emmanuel Moody. I think he learned a lot from Yusef Nurkic too. Mm-hmm. I think if he could do a mulligan there, maybe there's something – Nurkic, by the way, guys, this is – we're pulling up old, old skeletons here. Nurkic did not have the right mentality. Absolutely I th- not. I think he learned – he grew as a player when he went to Portland, and maybe that circumstance fit him better and was being embraced and whatever. Whatever it was, Nurkic blossomed when he got there. So not always the tough love, very principled stance is the right one for every player. Sometimes you coddle guys, right? Sometimes you have to. Like, yeah. Look, this is the NBA. When you're winning, guys are going to be like, what a genius. He, Greg Popovich was able to tell this guy to shut his mouth, and what a winner. But, like, Greg Popovich – 20 games outside the playoffs next year is telling, you know, his players not to do that. People are going to start talking about, yo, he's lost his fastball, right? Right, right, yeah. I will say this about Porter, though. The fact that he recognized that he wasn't there mentally, decided to text Michael Malone yes. after the game, yes. and then walked into practice today and looked at all of us and said, I messed up. Face the I've music, got yep. to I've got to take this experience and learn from it. i got to be locked in no matter if I'm playing in the first half or the second half. I was impressed with that. I thought that showed a lot, too. So first question, how long do you think MPJ will be able to be this person? 
like mature given the circumstances. Ten games and he hasn't played yet. Is he still? I know my I think time. The, I think those media availabilities start to look a little bit different after after a month. See, I I'm a bit more of a believer that he can kind of he's okay slow playing it a, a little more. I think. When I, you, but when we say slow play, you're kind of picturing him playing games, right? Like being in there at time to time. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. If he if if the first twenty games of the season happen, and yeah, he doesn't play a minute. Yeah, that's or probably what if he only plays problem. garbage time when the game is no longer in doubt? Yeah, this is why it's going to be about his mentality. It's going to be about practice days. It's going to be about how he's approaching this if he wants to earn that time. So that's sort of the trick, right? And that's the that's the test. But I do think, I mean, how long, how long until you, th- you think MPJ creeps into the rotation? This is the more fun question. Yeah. Is like, okay, so we just talked about this whole like existential thing. Here's what, here's my honest takeaway. I could be wrong. This is just Adam's guess. I think this is an extremely short mm. experiment. I don't think that it's Michael Porter Jr. We're gonna reevaluate after ten games or a quarter of the season or whatever. I think it's like a two game test, and he might not play at all tomorrow. He probably will play a little in Phoenix because there's a good chance for a blowout. Maybe just, you know, whatever, home game. I don't know. Just he might play. But I think that this is a thing that if he passes with flying colors five games from now, he's just right. fully in you this backup. You get in game five and he's, like, playing defense. And, and, he's cares, and, he, you know. and you're like, oh, we're playing. All right, now yeah. he's in. And now yeah. you've earned it because I think playing in the regular season, I mean, we have to – I think the people that are most upset about this are the people that are closest to the Nuggets and follow them sure. so close because sure. – like, if you just were talking about another team you don't care about, the Rockies, they're not starting their ace, their new rookie ace or whatever. Like, you wouldn't eh, – that's preseason. Who cares or whatever. Right, right, right. So, right. I think if you step back from this a little bit, short term, earn it over the course of this first week in the season. You've already earned it through training cramp and all this stuff. Earn it over the first week of the regular season, and it'll move quick. I would be very surprised if that did not happen. I want to go back to media day real quick. What was one of the, like – buzzworthy quotes that came out. Michael Malone said they're not preparing for like an 82 game season. They're oh looking yeah. Ahead to the playoffs. That's right, yeah. Under like that line of thinking, under that assumption, you would think Denver would be willing to experiment a little more with a Michael Porter Jr. For example, early on the regular season, instead of being like, all right, we know our 10 guys. We know what our playoff rotation is going to be. We know what will Barton and Torrey Craig can do. Like that's who we're going to roll with. You would think there's going to be some more experimentation throughout the regular season with just how long of a view the Nuggets are taking about this season. So I'm with you, Adam. I expect Will Barton to start, Torrey Craig to play a lot of three minutes off the bench, a lot of minutes at small forward. And then a couple games in, I think we'll see Porter potentially get integrated into this and, thing. And is that Craig's out of the rotation now? That's the, I think I said this over the summer, but I think Torrey Craig is going to be like a situational guy for the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Based on the team they're playing, based on the matchup they're playing, he could play a little bit more, he could play a little bit less. And there's three players – no, there's like five players or six players that if they got hurt or in foul trouble, Torrey Craig is the next guy. Right, right, if right. Jamal Murray gets hurt, Monte Morris slides to starting point guard, Will Barton start, slides to backup, and now there's an opening. If Malik Beasley gets hurt, right, right. Torrey Craig slides to backup. Shoot, I mean, there's just so many different guys that can ho- that where Torrey Craig can plug in. He's going to get his minutes. And you don't have to – you also don't really have to worry about upsetting a Torrey Craig who's, who's likely to – now, he started in the playoffs, but I think he's likely to – Except a role that Michael Malone gives him as a two-way guy. Everybody knows I'm not the biggest Tory Craig fan as a player, but you have to tip your cat to just the character of him. No, and it's, yeah, undeniable. I mean, and it comes – I mean, I'm sure a lot of this is fueled from his background. He's always mm-hmm. been a fighter. Mm-hmm. He's always just made the most out of the situation he's in. So, um, big – really, really impressed with him on this regard. Is there anything else with this? Just lastly, I'll say that 
I can't know for sure. There's so many doors I don't get to, to go inside of. I, th- I think this is Malone's bread and butter is navigating these scenarios. And so between that and MPJ's comments, I feel confident in this in this working out the right way. Mm-hmm. I always talk about like CEOs write books and it's like, it's easy to be a billionaire. You just got to follow these steps. And shut like, up and listen. Shut up and listen. <laughs> yes, the Tillman Fertitta story. No, but there's a lot of those of like, this is the simple game plan to success. And it's like, the reason really successful people are successful is because they make hundreds of micro decisions per month or per right. week or whatever and they maybe don't appreciate how important those little tiny details add up over mm-hmm. time and michael malone so i say all that to say that michael malone i think is equipped to handle this now if michael porter jr is soft <laughs> that's another yep and i think that's part of what happened with the nurkic situation mm. if if michael porter jr's ego gets in the way of his own ability to sort of listen and learn you know that could really harm but um assuming that michael porter jr is made of the stuff he certainly seems to be made of I think Michael Malone's going to navigate this. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say on it, but but you agree. I agree. All right, I agree. And you n- trust this man; he has been inside of a winter. <laughs> 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 Let's throw it to another break, and then we're going to have a long last segment, or maybe we'll split into two because we got a lot of stuff to get to as we start to preview this NBA season. You're in need of a top dog electrician. Make sure to check out Piper Electric because for over 35 years. Piper Electric has been the most fairly priced, dependable, and trustworthy electrical contract company in the Denver community. If you call 303-646-6765, they will give you the DNVR back-to-school hookup and save you 20% off your next service call. No job is too big or too small for Piper Electric. They work with the top professionalism and integrity in the biz, whether it's residential, commercial, or industrial work. Don't forget, you got to call 303-646-6765 to receive 20% off of your next service call. we got a lot of great content up on thednvr.com yes, right now we do. and also our youtube Phenomenal channel week. our first episode of the dnba show pretty much our version of a studio show with a lot of basketball analysis some comedy uh, some funny segments thrown in there is up on youtube and on the site right now featuring myself adam and brendan it's about a 20 minute show but i think really sets the stage well uh, for this nugget season and also a lot of good content behind the paywall too that is in front of the paywall so even if you're not a subscriber uh, you can take a look at that but also a lot of great content behind the paywall as well just three dollars and 74 cents a month nothing for an annual membership to dnvr you get the nuggets coverage you get broncos avalanche rockies as well you get a free t-shirt too uh, from the one and only d-line co so a lot of great reasons to get on board at dnvr right now and uh it's only going to get better from here because, you know, we got the season going. It's only going up from here, guys. All right, let's get back into this. We have a lot to preview. Um, we're going to start by talking about tomorrow's game. And we'll, we'll preview this loosely by playing some what are the odds. Um, so first of all, what are the odds that Michael Porter Jr. plays? And this was actually like, what are the circumstances that would hap- lead for that to happen? Um, and just what are the overall odds altogether that he'll actually play? I think that's got to be a garbage time scenario, it sounds like. And I don't I don't see garbage time in this game, do you? <laughs> like, I don't see any way no. Portland-Denver Yeah, game. I think the plan, Denver's game plan going in is – Probably that he is not in that rotation, but um, I don't know. Maybe that would be like too 
big of a reach game one if if they're down and they're in need of some you know type <laughs> of boost if you want to dive into that in the opener but i feel like the 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 game plan going in is to have him out of the rotation yeah i think so too so garbage time so i'd put it at like i don't know that he gets regular rotation minutes no tomorrow, no, no, no. Tomorrow, or tomorrow, just minutes tomorrow, at just all tomorrow, just tomorrow uh 20 i'd go lower 10, 15. I'm going to go 15%. And uh, thank you for putting a percentage on this, Harrison. I, I like that you listen to the show. You're a big, yeah. you're a big fan of Again, that. Again, not how odds work. But <laughs> that's fine. That's a good point. <laughs> um, but I'll go 15% nonetheless. Um, so garbage time, foul trouble, or injury. Yep. He's in. That probably makes up like 10% of the uh, thing. Oh, and then garbage time. Um, foul trouble could be an interesting one. Yeah, because, you know, you got to imagine – Tory Craig when he plays would spend some minutes on Lillard McCollum. So here's a funny one. Why did the Nuggets lose that series last year? If there was one reason, because Tory Craig took a three pointer in <laughs> transition. Which moment? No, 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 but that's what I. Think. I would say Rodney Hood. Like yeah, he no, just w- had the cr- the series of his life and, and McCollum. Yeah. yeah, and well McCollum, but McCollum's going to be good. Like one of if you can you hold, can for you can account for Lillard or McCollum or maybe even both going off. But when Rodney Hood's giving you 25 points, you the lose. Now. Tory Craig's already guarded Rodney Hood. Well, Barton's already guarded Rodney Hood. The mm-hmm. reason they couldn't do it is because he's long. So what mm-hmm. if Rodney Hood's guy. got 20 points at the half and no one could guard him because he just keeps shooting over him? And they go to Wancho. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That is what I would have Just stick Jeremy Grant at the three. Yeah. Or whatever. Like Vlaco Chanchar's in here. It's like, okay, he's earned it. Um, I, I think the odds are pretty low. Me too. Um, what are the odds that Jokic gets a triple-double? I say high because I think that if the Nuggets win this game, it's going to be like a four-quarter affair. There's not going to – it's going to be a single-digit game, I think, if the Nuggets win. And so that's going to require a full game from Yoke and probably a great game from Yoke. I think it – I'll put it at 40%. Oh, that was wow. – I'd go uh, – 30, 35%. 40 is way too high. but no, no, I don't think that's too high. That's probably what the odds are. You get to triple-double like every, every game, game, I yeah, feel that's like. that's true, yeah. I'm going. It's a lock. A lock. 95%. Lock it in. Lock it in. Oh, man. I'm expecting a big game from Jokic. He looks great, I think. I know, like, everybody's made fun of the one photo where he looks really fat, which he looks he's a big boy. Couldn't care His about. legs look so solid. They're little tree trunks. Um, I just think he's so confident. I just feel like Jokic is in his groove. And here's the thing. He's going up against what I consider to be an elite matchup for him yes. in the extremely yes. low IQ, yep. sneaky, <laughs> less athletic than he used to be several years ago, Hassan Whiteside. Who's the backup center right now? <laughs> you like that one? Zach Collins probably You're just calling him stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Basketball IQ, but, I mean, I don't know him personally. <laughs> He's a, he's not a smart player. He's a dumb player. No, he's fine. an extremely yeah. dumb player. No, you're right. That's the exact kind of guy you would want. It's the exact kind Jokic. of guy, and I think I think it's a atmosphere for Jokic to go out and set the tone. I hope he does it. Um, but there's no there's no number that Jokic could come into camp at, in terms of weight where you go, yes, he's fast now. <laughs> you know, like whatever, dude. Who cares? Can, I want to remind you guys. I had the take about Will Barton being a great fit in this first. So, you know, it didn't pan out last year. Uh, it, it, disaster, uh, I think, for reasons that be, that probably let me off the hook for that take but let me just say one thing Nikola Jokic in game number two last year had a perfect triple double yeah one of the best basketball games I've ever seen I don't care if it was the Suns or your YMCA team early in the season fully fresh Jokic fully healthy Mm -hmm. on rest of course that one was at home but also with Will Barton in the lineup yep 
Mm-hmm. And and I just think I still stand by this take when it's Murray, Harris, and and Will Barton playing alongside Jokic. He just has so many options to throw passes and do stuff with. Yeah. I think I think we get good Jokic. Don't you guys think Jokic likes playing with mm-hmm. Barton? That seems oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I get he, that sense. Kobe and Shaq. He definitely does. <laughs> Kobe, they called right. themselves Kobe they and Shaq really their did. rookie season. or that's his amazing. rookie season. One of those was a little further off than if, the other. <laughs> if Nicole Jokic had his choice of who the starting lineup would be, I think it's definitely Barton. Yes. Or Wancho. Yeah. Might be Wancho, but. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's one yeah. of those two guys for sure. Yeah, I think so. I I am making this my lock. I know that's wild. I'm making it a lock. I could see something like tomorrow, like a 22, 12 and and twelve game. Speaking of locks, hit me with the next one. <laughs> Going a little slow for you. Jokic dunk lock. Hassan <laughs> Whiteside loses him on a pick and roll. Loses him on a fast break. Doesn't try on a fast. Break. Doesn't try. Very, <laughs> yeah, that's lock. a great one. Lock. <laughs> doesn't try. First dunk of the season, game one. Where do I place that bet? What, what uh, I'll be the pragmatic one, 50%. Always the f- <laughs> pragmatic one. 50% is actually not pragmatic. He had 12 last year, 11 last that's year. That's a very good point, yeah. So he should have a 1 in 8 chance. You see that math I did right there? <laughs> see that? Those that's are odds, that's man. That's much better. 8 to 1. So I'm but go he has had some nice dunks against Portland that before. That's good math. We that's all remember the, the blow-by of Nurkic and dunk. Oh, two, that's right. Two years ago when he got over the mental block. <laughs> that's right. Did you guys see that clip from practice the other day where Jokic just blows past Plumlee? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, but it was fourth play. I don't. I'll be honest. I think Yoke is not going to dunk very much this year. Like even less than even previous less. year. It's hard for him. Man. It's hard getting up. That he way. looks even. He does look. I mean, he looks stronger, but also like more like ground down. Pounds, maybe. Um, what are the odds we get a Jamal Murray thirty point game? Twenty percent low, but I but. Like what's higher to me is like a twenty-four, five and five Jamal game, like the Ooh, good games in yeah. the series that we saw. I am so curious to see how Jamal comes me out too. tomorrow. So night, he man. he had back to back thirty-five point games in that series last year, <coughs> right? Thirty-five, you know, he was, and that's a playoff game. Although he's playing a lot of minutes, I will say this: odds that he tries for a thirty-point game, <laughs> very high, very high. He had seven thirty-point games last year. I mean, if he does have a 30-point game, that probably means he's getting off to at least a decent start from three-point range in October this year compared to the last couple of years. I really do want to see a hot start from Murray. Like, it's there's a lot of players where you could go game one not worried no matter what happens. And, and I wouldn't be worried about Murray, but I would love to see him just – hey, you could also just do away with this narrative. You can just erase yeah, it right now and come mm-hmm. out and drop a 30-pointer. He, uh, it would be for him in particular. Yeah. I wonder how much he's just focused on that. He didn't seem very, f- I'll be honest, he hasn't like seemed hyper. A lot of people have, no, 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 he seems fine. I, I just mean, a lot of people have brought that up to him, like, hey, you've started slow every year. And he's, and he doesn't seem like I got to go out and prove it. it. No, I asked him about the three point shooting in preseason, and he was like, how many did I shoot? He didn't, he didn't even know. know. Yeah. So, um, but nonetheless, as Harrison said, he came out really just was like, Turning the nets on fire, I think it would be great. Well, he should get off to a good start. I mean, look at these defenses Denver's playing in, like, their first 10 games. Portland, Phoenix, Sacramento, Dallas, New Orleans, Orlando, oh, Miami. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Good point. He can really start to start off on ice. But it, but he should. Also, I think Murray, like, Murray looks at this matchup, and he sees Damian Lillard, and he gets up for it. There's no doubt in my yeah, mind Yeah, I think that. so, too. Yeah. He, he considers himself in that category. Yep. Don't know if that's necessarily wrong. Um, what are the odds that somebody other than Jokic – or Murray leads the team in scoring. Other than Jokic or Murray, man, five percent. I think thirty. No, Whoa, lower twenty. Who? And all twenty percent of it is Gary Harris. Oh wow, man, that would be something. <laughs> what about Jeremy Grant is a, another contender in here. 
yeah. to lead the Will team Bart- in Will scoring. Barton. Will Barton, Will Barton might be a could, fun. I mean, Will Barton is just like he'll lead the team in scoring like five times this year, and it's because he got really hot in one quarter. That would be on my short list of like fun opening night storylines. Is if Barton just came out against Portland and was awesome, That'd and he did the Carmelo, I'm back, I'm back. <laughs> Will Barton after a great game in the visiting Portland locker room would be might not be a better quote in the league than yeah. that. Oh my be, god, you're league. right. That's what I want. <sighs> we we got some of that. But it's in the low. I think it's Barton year. or Gary, but probably not. Man, it's probably one of those two. Yeah, there's no way anybody leads this team in scoring this year that's not named Jokic or Well, Murray. this game, though, right? You mean Just this game. Just oh, this game. Yeah. It's probably listening a little better. Sorry. It's usually <laughs> what are you looking at over there? I was on YouTube. Looking at all the reads I got. Uh, here, right? <laughs> it's a blueprint for a wind turbine. <laughs> I, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's high that it's Jokic or Murray, but you know what? This team has a lot of scores. Jeremy Grant, was this, he's going to be my X factor. I We did not see enough Jokic and Grant. If nope. we see some of that tomorrow, I could just see, especially with Whiteside on the court, I could see some, like, just... Drop off dunks, dude. Do you Big and Whiteside want to like fight yeah. or something? <laughs> don't make it personal, wind. You guys know how I am. I'm harsh on bigs, especially dumb bigs. I don't like dumb bigs. Damn. <laughs> um, this, 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 put guy. this pod behind. So what are the, what are yeah, what are the nug- what are the odds that the Nuggets win the game? Uh, it's a little lower than I think we'd all like to admit to ourselves as Nuggets fans. Portland is a good matchup for them. One point underdogs, but, but pretty much a coin flip. But Portland at home in the season opener against this Denver team, there's a, a really good chance that their their star players get up for this one and deliver. So I think it's I'll go I'll go 30 70 30 Portland. You go Adam. <laughs> I'm looking at Are you looking at 538? No, no, no. Wow, it's crazy. I lined up perfectly. I'm going to go 55%. Slight, slight favor. I think, I think Denver's better than Portland. I think Denver's really good. Um, I think they're going to come out of the gate hot. They have less moving new pieces. Um, and as much as it's on the road, I think Denver should be slight favorites. I saw this stat a couple days ago. Of course, I can't find it right now. But the Trailblazers have won something like eight or nine straight home openers. Is that a stat, though? That's one of those stats that's not really a stat. No, I, I think what that means is that Portland generally is a hard place to play. Mm, and yeah. that crowd is really good. I think that those are the only two things you right. can take away from it. Because, yes, the players change and whatnot. Um, I would give the Nuggets a 51% chance. So you, we all like their odds a little bit. I went low. Which but I don't know how odds work. So 30 is <laughs> too low. 40, Here's the thing 40. you got to think about. Portland, they went through a lot of changes this summer. Right, yeah. Like Whiteside is new. They it's got true. a bunch of new pieces on the wing. That pretty much entire bench unit is yeah. new. They have a lot to figure. Nuggets out. of the same team, uh, yeah. except for Jeremy Grant, who we've seen is gonna fit in seamlessly, just like he was on this team last year. So that's another reason why I think the Nuggets can get this one. That's a good point. We're gonna be recording live tomorrow, guys, from our lounge studio here at DNVR HQ. Um, we're gonna be watching the game here and then recording afterwards a live show. You're going to want to check that out. We're going to be doing these periodically throughout the year, and I think they're really cool. We have an awesome setup. Um, the game should be very interesting. There's going to be no shortage of things to talk about. And then, of course, on Thursday, or on, I'm sorry, on Friday, it'll be a notebooks pod. So you have to wait an extra day before I, I get into the weeds of all of that. And then I also want to tell you, on Wednesday, we have a mega preview series for subscribers only where we're going to give our predictions on the win total for the Denver Nuggets. We're going to write a lot of different things about um, some of the key storylines, pick MVP, pick some of these these things, talk about where we think the Nuggets are going to w- uh, wind up when, it, when all of the dust settles. So it should be pretty fun. You're going to want to subscribe to that. And, of course, we're having a competition here at DNVR. It's a two-part competition. One, sign up now. It's only $3.74 per month. You sign up now, and you can use the promo code M-A-R-E-S. That's Mares. 
and you help me or VOGT. That's or, okay. Or VOGT. How is it? VOGHT. And then and then, and then, yep, yep. and then you can use promo code Harrison. And well, that uh, will no, 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 no. If I, I'll tell you guys this. If you use promo code Wind, which is actually my promo or, code, or Harry, either one, I yeah. will DM you an unreported Nuggets tidbit from last oh. week that I'm holding <laughs> on to. That's, that's I love so this. Unfair. Send me your confirmation. It's going to be the latest report. I've already given a couple out. Hey, you you <laughs> you subscribe using my promo code, and I will send you one of those Dikembe Mutombo beanie babies that's just chilling in my closet. So the way this works is whoever gets the fewest is has to be fired, and it's really tough. None of us <laughs> want to be – no, I'm just kidding. So the, the thing that's cool about this is you it, – it's for the winner of this. We're doing this across the Broncos and Nut Rockets. Everybody here at DMVR is really pushing this as we uh, continue to sort of roll out all of the new coverage we have at this site. And the winner of this is going to get a life or a year's supply of Breck Brew – which is actually a really cool, really, really cool prize. So help me out. Um, I've got an awesome little like fridge at my house that is very lonely right now. It would be great with some, uh, some, some core, Colorado core like I'm drinking right now. I got to say, guys, if, if you're not subscribed, A, you want to subscribe with the promo code WIND. But B, <laughs> this is the most exciting season in Nuggets basketball <laughs> history. We talked about this on the DNBA show yesterday, which you can watch on YouTube for free. Nice. Above the paywall. In front of the paywall, I think is the term. Uh, but you don't want to miss out. We're going to be chronicling this entire season in podcast form, in written form, in video form. Like You don't want to miss out on what's coming this season. And in years past, you may have been spread out, right? Trying to find Wynn's work, trying to find Adam's work, my work. It's all in the same place. We're making it easy for you. We take pride in it. So we, we promise... We're not asking something from you if we're not prepared to deliver more. Also, first 30 days are free, so check it out and you don't like it. Cut us. But I promise nobody's going to be doing that because hey. the, the content has been so dope. Also, you get a shirt from D-Line. And you get a shirt. Like, I mean, come on. All right, so let's uh, take a look now. Let's wrap this up with some miscellaneous topics. And then at the end of this, we're going to do a draft. This is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, we're yeah, gonna, the draft. We're going to do a draft. a draft of any sort. Me neither. Like four years. <laughs> Me neither. Um, so we're going to all suck at this. Um New Nuggets uniform. This is just something I want. This is off, like the last off-season topic, and we never talked about this. Um, first of all, are you guys do you guys care about the new Nuggets uniform? I'm a uniform guy. Uh, as well, this, you're as a statue well guy. You're a statue guy. guy. <laughs> so I always have a lot of takes on uniforms. <laughs> I forgot we were we were brainstorming for this pod. I wanted to do. He's Mount, a turbine guy too. I, I wanted to get everyone's Mount Rushmore of statues, but that's another pod. <laughs> Mount Rushmore. That's going to be a solo pod, actually. Yeah, just me. <laughs> just me. Just Harrison. Um, but for real, so you're into you're into the uniform. Oh, of course, I'm always into the uniforms and. I kind of hate the thing the NBA has now where you have to get rid of that one uh, uniform every I like, year and I get like a new it. one. I like the, it. Because the rainbow skylines are freaking that's, perfect. That's the one that's, that's gone. They made a great splash like in the first year of these new uniforms going with that. But to have them go away yeah. after a year, it's almost like we didn't get enough of them. And it's probably, to be honest, that's probably the thing about the Nuggets I saw talked about nationally most last the year. The rainbow skylines? <laughs> potentially, yeah. Potentially. I know that's sad, but it's true. So, yeah, they made a splash. So, last year, as part of a promotion, they were doing these shoes, of which I got a pair, thankfully. Thank you to... That's awesome, Adam. Thank yeah. you very much. Humble brag. Uh, a little humble brag. I don't know if you guys saw them. Air Force Ones, custom design. Very cool. Rainbow skyline. And this year, I have seen the new design. This was made public. It was they were displayed at the Denver Nuggets event to kick off the season, black and yellow. Black and yellow. Talk black amongst yourselves. Yellow, black and yellow. That sounds like oh, stop. Okay, that not stop talking. Like, uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh colors to me, and it doesn't sound very Nuggetsy. It does sound modern, like NBA, whatever. But I don't, I don't. Black and yellow does not make me think Nuggets basketball. No, two Nugget, two colors that have zero things to do with Nuggets yeah. basketball. But I like black uniforms usually. I'm, if it is black and yellow, I'd be very curious to see. Like just like. black and yellow? 
black, you think it'd be black, just black, that? yellow, and white? Is this a decal jersey? Like, is this a, you know what I mean? Is this a minimalist jersey? Would they go to the I skyline and then go away from it that quickly? You think they might repurpose skyline in a different color? Black and yellow, perhaps? Or, like, even, so you think back to those yellow skylines that were one of the cooler ones of, like, the Gallinari era. Oh, right, yeah. I like those ones. Those were, like, minimalist. I could see this one being, like, a just yellow Sky like the skyline, but not rainbow, just yellow I see, I see. on a black jersey. Could be cool, but I'm with you guys. The Nuggets have so many colors and so many different things. Yeah. That, like black and yellow, it's like what is this? <laughs> you also just launched a very successful rebrand. Yeah, right. <laughs> you should probably stick to the colors in that rebrand. But so. also the the Mile High City uniforms are just the prettiest Elite. uniforms, Don't man. Get rid of those they ever. better not ever get rid yeah. of those. They were things. my second favorite last year to start the year, and like they're by far my favorite. They're now. by far my favorite. They look better. Like the the Rainbow Skyline's fun on the internet and like online shopping, but players on the court, yeah. the Mile High ones are so right. Dope. They like the Mile High yeah. ones the most. They like yeah. and they looked open them. Yeah, um, Lakers Clippers tonight. Mm. Going to be a fun game, a very interesting game. What do you guys thoughts and predictions? Lakers hard. Lakers hard. I'm gonna. I might bet on this. LeBron's ready. LeBron's ready. He's done. He's heard you. He heard you last year. He heard the doubt. He wasn't around in the playoffs to remind you what he reminds you every year. He's still the best player on the planet for seven games. He's got one game to be better than Kawhi and Paul George. Give me the Lakers. Well, he's going to be better oh. than Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's Adams gonna, yeah. big on the Lakers this year. I think the Lakers are a massively overrated regular season. Team Hot this take. Season. Hot win. Have you seen the guards on this roster, Adam? Doesn't, it doesn't matter. I, I only need to no, see two players matter. on this roster. No, it, it does doesn't. matter no, because LeBron does. James got injured for the first time in his career last year and very well could get hurt again. Their and who are they going to have to fall back Nobody. on? They'll Anthony Davis, Alex Caruso, and Rajon hey, Rondo. Let's do, hurt tomorrow. let's do a thought experiment. How are the Nuggets if Jokic gets hurt? Are yeah, they, exactly. Are they yeah, yeah, they're they're, not they're way better than Lakers. They would be are they winning a title? How are the Warriors if Steph gets hurt? Are they winning a title? What about Houston with James Harden if he gets hurt? Are they winning a title? Right. I don't care. You're right. If LeBron gets hurt, he's screwed. If LeBron's healthy, he has Anthony Davis on his team. So tomorrow night, this is a statement game, right? Yeah. This is like uh, this is I heard two new battle for LA. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be decided. LA. God, that just makes me want to. But I also it. think it's the battle for, just in case y'all forgot, I am LeBron Raymond James. Yeah, but you know who doesn't who's Care? not scared about that? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's like the one guy on earth that's like it's an exceptional point. Yeah. It's an exceptional. What point. do you guys think is the most likely narrative to come out of tonight's game? Is it that <laughs> LeBron is the favorite for MVP? Oh my God! Yeah. Like, oh Jesus! You're right. The Laker machine. That's probably is a gonna very check. likely. I think Anthony. Narrative. No, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Because who's guarding him on the other end? Like Montrezl Harrell. Come on now. My my guy Zubach. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think is yeah. that your guy? I what think, a terrible. Take. There was that thing last year with us and Matt, and he was saying Zubach is trash, and I was like, oh, he's an okay backup Matt. center. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a low <laughs> bar. Um, he's like the least important position. Uh, we got into there's it also last year. like the Clippers big men, like who's guarding that that LeBron James Anthony Davis pick? Nobody. That's why. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we just said. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for paying attention here. Um, social media manager. Are you excited about this game? Hell yeah. I'm a hell of a lot more excited about this one than Toronto, New Orleans. Let's get to it then. <laughs> Toronto, New Orleans. <laughs> let's jump to the less exciting so game. So let's peer this as you always have to let the national champ on to get their ring, right? Oh, it's yeah, a big ceremony. So you get yeah. Toronto, which is already like, and then you get Zion. Like, let's put him on national. And you get the Lakers from last year. And you get last year's thing. <laughs> I guess you're going to. It's true. It's almost like watching two Lakers games last year <laughs> since this really year's. That's a good point. Yeah, it's that's going to be joke. disappointing. Hey, how good are the Raptors? Are they good? Are they good? They are. They're they good. are good. The Raptors are, are a good team. Are they, are they great? No, they're like the Raptors we've known forever. That's right. Minus that's last season. That's what I was getting at. Yep. Yeah, sad but true. Um, yeah, I'm out on the first game. 
What about? So I was thinking about this with national television. It'd be fun if Denver was the marquee game. We might get there. Do you think we'll get there in the in the Jokic era? We'll get a like yes. opening. Is it? No. I don't think so either. It's just not a big enough market. This is what always I always East Coast and West Coast. This is what I meant about the importance though of like in the organizational momentum. I do think if you follow that year up with a conference finals appearance and maybe next year a conference finals win, at a certain point you have to talk about one of the four best teams in the league. Right, but I don't think people want to watch necessarily the best team in the league on opening night. Yeah. That's, that's the another, thing. Yeah, that's another good that's point. the thing. Yeah. They don't want to watch the best team on opening night. They oh. want to watch the biggest names. The biggest names, yeah. Like Which, Milwaukee's not on. I think Lakers Clippers probably is the game I would pick. Would yeah. you guys pick a different game tonight? Like if you had to no. one matchup in the league? No, that yeah. one's good. That one's uh, really good. Uh, Lakers yeah. Clippers is good, for yeah. sure. That's for really sure. good. Philadelphia, Milwaukee could be fun. Like something, you know, if you try to do like the juggernauts of each conference or something, could be interesting. Houston's the other one that you could make an argument for. Two, yeah. two really yeah. big stars. Yeah. But I think everybody hates Houston. Like, yeah, I don't think people like <laughs> watching Houston. Really. James Harden's the most hated like great player in history, or one of at least. Um, what What about national television games? What What is the hierarchy of like games you most is most prestigious in your mind. So, like, what are you looking for in an opening No, I'm night? just saying, like, is Christmas bigger than opening night? Uh, Where does MLK Day? What other big days are there? I don't think MLK Day carries a ton of weight. Oh, yeah, it does. It's a whole day. I mean, for the we NBA. Basketball. They, they branded <laughs> no, it. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm saying basketball on MLK Day. I mean, it's a it's a big event, but it, I don't think it's close to Christmas or opening night even. I, is, I think Christmas the runaway winner to me, right? Non-playoff basketball. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas Day is my yeah. favorite. My family doesn't understand that at all. Like Thanksgiving, <laughs> you're afforded the football slack. Christmas, I want the basketball slack. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to do anything. Uh, those the Nuggets actually had one of these last year, but the Sunday game on ABC. Yeah, mm. th- that's late in the season after football's over. Right, yeah. those are always really cool. Yeah, I agree. and Denver had one last year. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think Christmas is number one. I think MLK Day is cool. Like it's just all day long you're getting hoops and there's cool storylines and stuff. And if you're one of the like night games for that, you're you're big time. So mm. I'm gonna go with MLK Day. Opening night's third though, but I would say weirdly. I don't want to cover the Nuggets on Christmas. I want to be with my family. family. Correct. Um, (laughs) Loser. I don't want to cover them. MLK Day, whatever. But on opening night, I think it would be really cool to be the team. It would be. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe Denver can get in that first game. It's because there's four teams. All right. Let's wrap this up, guys, by talking about – let's do a quick draft here. All right. Here's how we're going to determine the draft order. You're either going to – we're going to shoot, and we're either going to do a one or a two. So you can one, two, shoot. Okay. But it's either a one or a two. And okay. whoever's the odd man out goes first. Okay. Ready? One, two, shoot. Oh, I thought we were doing one, two, three, shoot. Oh, my <laughs> God. I just can't. All right, so he's last. So, <laughs> yeah, now, that's what you're so now, Harrison, you have to do this. And whichever one is similar oh, to God, you okay. goes second. Whoever's different one, goes One, two, second. shoot. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I'm first. <laughs> also, take that curse out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or don't. So the first pick is an important one. Shocker. I'm going to absolutely dominate this. Taking Nikola Jokic. All right. My team is awesome already. I'm going to shock right. off the board and take Jamal Murray second. You're oh. going to take Murray? All right. I will take... Is uh, he snake? Does he get two? Yeah, it's yeah. snakes. I will take Gary Harris. Okay. Probably smart. And I will take... Paul Millsap. Oh, I will man. take... Defense. Jeremy Grant. Ooh, man. So now Jokic. I got to pair him. Taking Michael Porter Jr., Wow. Already. Okay. Oh, and I get another pick. I am taking Monte Morris. Okay. This team is dominant already. I've got a 135. I will take Malik Beasley. Okay. That's a good pick. That is a good pick. (laughs) I'll take Will Barton. Barton is gone. You get another one. 
and then um, and then give me Jared Vanderbilt. Oh my God, what okay. is going on here? Well, I just like have the ba- oh, Mason Plumley. I need I need okay, a five. You got a center. All right, I'm gonna go with my boy Wancho, and now I need a three, so I need one defender. Can I have Craig on the court? Yes, I can afford one. I'm gonna go with Tory Craig. Is this right? Let me hold on. Let me make sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that is right. I got it. I got Tory Craig. Man, my team is dominant. Are you kidding? Just me? You have the first Are pick, Craig man. Off the board? <laughs> Who's your? You're, you're up now. There are no wings left. You have Chanchar and Bobol and Dozier and PJ Dozier. Black. Oh, he goes with Chanchar. All right, then I get Dozier and Bobol. You can have both of them, okay? <laughs> so my Dozier team, Bowl. man, the guys, this didn't turn out. This was too <laughs> lopsided. I got. Monte Morris, Torrey Craig, Wancho Ana Gomez, Michael Porter Jr., Nikola Jokic. I'm scoring 200 points every <laughs> single game. I think my team beats you. You have Jamal Murray, Malik Beasley, Vlatko Chanchar, Jeremy Grant, Mason Pullman. It's a pretty good team. I don't pretty know good team. Teachers, but it's not a good team. But it's a good team. Yeah. It's a good team. Yeah. Who do Harrison, I got? Harrison has no point guard. Well, Will Barton, Gary Harris. I just picked Dozier, man. Oh, so <laughs> Dozier starting here. Dozier, Harris, Barton. Millsap and Vando. You know what's funny? And then Bull Bull off the bench. You know what's funny? All three of these teams are pretty solid. <laughs> that was the point of this exercise. That man. was the point. Nuggets are deep. Uh, all right. That wraps it up for today's show, guys. We'll throw a tweet out, won't we? Sure. Yeah, we'll throw a tweet out. You can tell us which <laughs> team is best. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, we can tell us which team is best, and whichever team is best will get a life, sati- life supply of brick. No, that's not true. But you are going to want to subscribe. Get fired. How about that? Yeah, that works as well. And then lastly, guys, um, a request. Retweet everything we have because Brendan needs to add another 280 followers before oh tip-off tomorrow. I'm not going to lie. It's getting desperate. I was feeling good about things out the gate. I don't know if I can do it, and I really love this job. So, like, <laughs> you don't even have to interact. Like, just tell your mom. Like, follow me. Follow Ooh, us on that's Twitter. That's a great point. Yeah, create burners. DNVR underscore nuggets. And don't forget to leave a rating or review. Do we have any to read today? There's one Har- There's one for Harrison. Just for Harrison? Yeah, I left it because they. it was Harrison you promised. Was the headline? So I think you have to read something. All right. Well, let's let me go there. on to iTunes here. You know, this is actually how you guys leave a review. Go on iTunes, search DNVR Nuggets. That's a great point. To Hit that beautiful DNVR Nuggets podcast logo, and then leave a five star review. So I can read this one here. It says, "You promised." Is the headline? And it says, "I Harrison Wind believe in my heart of hearts that Jamal Murray is the most important human to ever live in Denver, Colorado." My faith is so devout that I will be getting a tattoo of a penguin riding a rainbow. This is a Reddit. Uh, what on earth? This is a Reddit reference. In one hand, carrying a jar of honey in the other, and in the other, the Larry Ob trophy. Thank you all the for Larry coming. Larry Ob. Larry Ob. Yeah, Reddit. I think they call Jamal Murray a penguin or or yeah. the the Gwen. Well, I think a big part of it is the Gwen was populating, and our our good friend McBride at Mile High Sports tried to put his foot down. And he in turn created a created a monster yeah. that won't let it die. I, wait, I don't get. He looks like a penguin. I yeah, I'm, it's like I missed that day of Reddit. Like I check Reddit almost every day. Like I missed guys, that day and I don't understand you it. Under, you know how the and now I'm works. out of the joke. Yeah, yeah exactly. I missed yeah. it, so I'm exactly. out. Yep. Have we read all these other reviews? I yeah, I read um, them. Okay, good. Yeah, ball you is popping. the one from She Babe. I did. Oh, okay. And I shouted out. DNVR is the best website in the world. Did we read that one? That's from that's from you. That's weird. Are we good? That's good, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow night following the game. Let's go, baby.
As you guys may or may not know, taking care of your teeth is pretty important, and our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group are giving away a free Sonic Ear toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. That's right, you simply have to take care of your teeth for Green Mountain Dental Group to hand over a free Sonic Ear. Check them out today online or call 303-988-0711 to schedule your appointment today.